Welcome back, everybody. It is the second to the last, the penultimate episode of our NFL breakdowns. They just keep narrowing down, Scott. This is the Heading Back to the Window crew. I am Scott Steen. I'm the lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. Winnersandwiners.com, the number one site in the world for predictive sports analysis. And I am joined by my partner, Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together, we do a show to, uh, each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, called Heading Back to the Window. Hope you have an opportunity to stop by and check that out as we break down our favorite games of the day, talk to everybody in real time, and you have a little fun. But Scott, right now, it's all about the NFL, baby. True, I was going to say two pretty good games, but really, Scott, four pretty good games last weekend. What was your favorite my favorite of those games was definitely not the San Francisco game. I get it came down to a field goal at the end. The game sucked. I'm, I'm being honest. It was a terrible football game. But, you know, if you enjoy watching punts, one of them being blocked at the end, then you had a hell of a time. But it was not a good game at all. Both teams had less than 300 yards of offense. So if I had to pick my favorite one, that's why I also didn't like the Bengals one. It was close. It was good. I saw one quarterback basically get killed on national television. Burrow got sacked nine times. So I'll pass on that one. As for the other games, it had to have been the Chiefs game. I mean, that's probably the greatest playoff game, if not NFL game of all time. But I will give a shout-out to the Rams game because that was fun too. Yeah, I and the one thing those Sunday games had in common, Scott, I gave up on both of them. I had team total over for the uh, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They looked dead in the water, had 13 points with about five minutes left, and they were on defense, and yet were somehow able to score two touchdowns. And uh, God God bless uh, Cam Akers there for fumbling, uh, about fumbling it away. Uh, and Matt Gay did, did a nice job there, uh, despite getting uh, injured in warm-ups. He uh, was able to come through in the clutch after going up short on a 47-yarder. Ryan Page is in, in the house. He's thinking of teasing the dogs and the unders. Uh, maybe the smart move there. We'll talk about that as we get to it. So, yeah, it would be... Uh, it's, it's, I'm assuming it, you're going to agree. Of course, as a Chiefs fan, you're going to agree with me about what the best game was. But yeah, was that the best playoff game of all time? Yeah, I mean, you've got other playoff games with unbelievable moments and finishes. You know, uh, Dyson coming up a yard short there. Or, you know, less than that, really, in the, the, the Super Bowl. Um, of course, I mean, my favorite, my favorite Super Bowl, I'd say just in general, not even because I was, I was actually rooting for the team that lost in the game, but I think of the Santonio Holmes catch. Yeah. Yeah. There's a great one. I think of that game being an all timer. Uh, that game's you know, actually, that, that game's funny story. That game's actually on right now. The great game. Yeah. It's one of my all time favorite games, but you have the, uh, but or interception, mm -hmm. the Tyree catch, don't get me wrong. All time. Great play. That game was absolutely brutal for about two and a half hours. So I do not have that game anywhere near my top like five all time games. Right. But as what it's really about what you look for in games in general. Do you hope for competitive games throughout, or do you root for the insane comeback? Because the New England Super Bowl against Atlanta, with one of the greatest comebacks of all time, had a two really lopsided halves of football. Yeah. And it culminated in a phenomenal comeback and an overtime win. Was it a great game? It came down to the wire, but both halves were pretty one-sided. So what do you root for? Well, it's the same thing. You, you Same thing with the Buffalo... Um, Oilers. Uh, you say Houston. Yeah, Houston game um, with uh, Frank White, Frank Reich, uh, Reich coming in mm -hmm. in the second half and leading them, were they down 35-3? to 
So that was uh, an incredible comeback. So if you like comebacks, I mean, if you just but if you just want two heavyweights slugging it out for the, basically the entire game with mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't think you can argue that wasn't the best finish in, in NFL history. That's what I look for when it comes to games. I'm not interested in the comeback. It's okay if you're down seven last minute drive, that's fine. But give me two teams that are evenly matched throughout as opposed to just seeing awful football for about 90 minutes and then suddenly the game becomes great. And you and That's I, have ta- I view it. you and I have talked about it on our own show. We talked about it after after the game. But since we're doing an NFL show, I think it's worth addressing. Where are you at on the overtime? Is it, is it as ridiculous as everybody says or is that just the rules and you got to live with it? It was our donkey of the day a couple of days ago. I think it's stupid you determine the outcome of a sporting event where people basically try to kill each other by flipping a coin. At least give them both possession. I mean, my argument was you give both teams the ball, touchdown or not, and you then have the third score be sudden death. But the reason why I'm okay with that is because if you score second, you can go for two. Yep. Yep. So yep. I do think right. there is a way for the team that's playing second fiddle and now has to get a stop again on the team that scored first. You don't have to. You can just go for two. I think there's some Chiefs fans that are going to be pretty salty if they change the rules this offseason because they didn't want to hear it when it benefited the New England Patriots a couple of years ago. And uh, nobody was on board. It didn't even get to a vote. I think on the show I said that Buffalo actually voted against it. They did not officially vote against it because there was no official vo- vote. They just they just uh, did not voice their support. So, yeah, I think, I think giving each team a possession in overtime, it's – Absolutely, the right thing to do. There's no way that it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it, it, it'd be like having a shootout in hockey, and if the first guy makes it, it's over. And like, well, that's, that's not cool. So yeah, you got to let them have each each have a shot there. So, all right, Scott. And then there were two, <clears throat> just two games this weekend, and one more game to go. Um, I guess we could say. And then there were three um, over over uh, rated Genesis album. Well, let's start with the Bengals and Chiefs, Scott. It's finally gone up. We've been we've been waiting for this to happen all week long. It took a little longer than I thought it would, but it has finally gone to seven and a half in uh, in a couple different spots. There's still some seven to grab, and the total in this one fifty four and a half. What say you, my friend? I feel like I'm gonna have to go pure square here uh, with the side. I like Kansas City. It's a spot where you saw how good the offense was last week. If you needed a reminder for some reason that this is one of the best offenses of all time. And Cincinnati did beat them in the regular season. I know you had the controversial fourth down penalty, but Cincinnati definitely battled in that game and was really close throughout. But the issue I have with Cincinnati right now is twofold. One, the offensive line, which they managed to overcome throughout the regular season. But when you get sacked eight times in the game prior, nine times. and now you have to face off against Chris Jones and company, sorry, nine times against Chris Jones and company, I do think you're going to have some problems. And the main reason why I have issues with Cincinnati is the red zone offense. Because so far in the playoffs, McPherson is the MVP because he's eight for eight in field goals. Yep, They've scored three touchdowns and kicked eight field goals. Now, don't get me wrong. That's better than empty trips. But when you're facing Kansas City, who you're just mentally penciling in for 30 points at home in this game, minimum, 
you're going to have to do a lot better than a bunch of field goals. So I'm a, I'm concerned that Cincinnati is going to continue to kick on some long drives while the Chiefs should score touchdowns. I think Kansas City could have won this game in a route. I'll be generous. I think Kansas City wins by 10. Okay. Uh, what do you think about Ryan Page is the uh, teasing the Bengals up to 13 and a half and taking the uh, total down to 48 and a half and play, or, you know, he let's wanted to play, say, he wanted to play the under. So you take it to 60 and a half. Sorry. Let's just say, I feel a lot better about teasing the dog and the under in the other game than the chiefs game. Yep. I'm with you there. I'm, I, I don't think it'll be a blowout. I, I don't hate the 13 and a half with the Bengals. I think that's a solid play. I, I just feel like it's, it's more risk than you need. Why not just take the chiefs minus one? I don't want any, I don't want any part of, uh, of the game, not going into the thirties for each team. But wouldn't you agree if you were going to tease it, why not just take the Chiefs on the teaser minus one and a half at home? Yeah, yeah, I would probably go. That seems I, like the better approach on the Cincinnati angle. I'd, I'd probably go that way. Yeah, I'm. I think we're both. I think we're both on the same side here, Roland. I think Scott and I are both on the the, the, the total square play here. Is the uh, the the I don't. You know what? I don't. I don't love laying the hook with the Chiefs because they're a team that we've seen can get off to a slow mm-hmm. start. But I want seven. I want a pure seven. Yeah, I, I want to. I want a pure seven for sure. I'll even. I'll even pay up to minus one twenty for it. I. Uh, I let the over. I think is the better play there. I feel like the over has to be the play, and it's not even because of the regular season meeting, but it's because Kansas City's defense, with Matthew banged up, we know has had flashes of brilliance anyway. For the most part, I'd say average at best unit. I think that's might be even generous. Is that a fair statement? Yeah. Yeah. So I do think Burrow and Chase, I know Chase had 260 plus yards first meeting. That's not going to happen again. I think he'll go for 100, but I do think Higgins should play well. The issue that I have with potentially locking in and over is Burrow's lack of protection. And I do think that if the Chiefs can bring heat, which I expect to see, I am concerned about Cincinnati's ability to sustain long drives. Having said that, can I really take an under if I think the Chiefs are in line to score 40 points? Because the Chiefs could score 40, and nobody would be surprised. So I got to take it over, because if Kansas City gets to 30, which I think they will, I think they'll get to more than 30. If they get to 35, do I think Cincinnati can get to 20? The answer is yes. I see a game that's in somewhere in the realm of 34-24. So I like the over. Roland G says maybe Bengals first half with the points, then Chiefs second half. Um, I would even granulize that further. I would take I would take Cincinnati first quarter. Do you have a score in, in mind? I got thirty four twenty four in my mind. Uh, thirty eight twenty seven. Okay. Um, take Chiefs over in the second half. I agree with that. I, I yeah, I would. I'm definitely going to be making some live plays here. Chiefs probably. I think if you actually, I think if you actually like the over, sorry to interrupt, you might want to consider maybe taking a live play yep. and waiting. Which sounds crazy because Kansas City is so good on the scripted plays. They are long scripted drives. Yes. Very very long. So if the Chiefs go on an eight minute drive, nine minute drive, and they score the touchdown, the total might not move. I was going to say, it's not going to go nuts, but you might be able to get it down to 53, 52 and a half if they're uh, 7-3 after the first quarter, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's, it's definitely going to be a live live bet situation for me. You know, the thing that 
the the difference though everybody talks about you know the Titans having their nine sacks and Chiefs licking their chops but the Titans were able to get home with four guys that's not what that's not the Chiefs game Spags likes to blitz I know they're I know they're top ten in in blitz percentage and that burned them last time sending sending five sending six of course they went zero blitz against the third and twenty seven play which was just fucking ridiculous that's hilarious but, no offense. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't stop laughing. But you know, if you rewatch that, Ward actually had decent coverage on Chase in a lot of those contested balls. There was a lot of 50-50 balls that just went to Chase. So, uh, Chiefs full game minus two and a half is the answer. Uh, what do you think of Kyle Uzcheck? Anytime, I'm always well, a su- we're, we're not, we're not yeah, up to we'll, that we'll get yet, there. But, but... I, I'm always a sucker for Uzcheck. But um, Thanks, Nathan. Yeah, riding with me in Big Red again. Look for that seven. Look, don't lay the half. Uh, I'm not. I'm not one to, uh, you know. I'm not one to buy points. I mean, if you can, I, I, whatever you got to do to get it at 120. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go any deeper than 120 for my seven. You, Scott. For me, I think we're on the same page on that one. Okay. Uh, I'm getting the scroll right now. Both uh, Williams and Matthew are questionable. So. It's one of those spots where if you want to take the Bengals because they won the regular season, I think that you want to just make sure that you are properly factoring in the value of home field. Yep. Because the Chiefs and Arrowhead are scary. And I do think that people can take the Bengals, fade the public, and you could win. But there's no way I'm going to sit here and feel like I made the right play if I'm kind of torn and take the Bengals against Mahomes, and the Chiefs win by 30. Yep, that's the thing. Uh, Roland says, how do we do a same-game parlay for the for the game? You've got to have the right platform available. A lot of a lot of books actually have it now. Right. I, I know that, I believe, I'm Is, trying to think if offshore's, Caesars has it. Offshore's been a little GM slow to catch it. up on the same-game parlays. Yeah. Well, I'll just say that Offshore was ahead of the curve when it comes to actual same-game parlays, but now FanDuel has it, DraftKings has it, pretty much every book has it. Um, put in some props with same-game. You know, I always do a prop show every year for the Super Bowl. I'm looking forward to doing it with you this year because I, I, was, I always put out my top 10 premium We always spend 10 minutes on the Gatorade. I love the Gatorade. I love the national anthem. I'm, you know, I hate to gamble, Scott. I always say that when it talks about sports betting. I'd like to have... An, uh, an edge I, I hate to, to gamble but I will gamble on props I just I think that's fun it's the one game a year I'll, I'll throw a little donkey money out there hey, you know bet responsibly you don't go nuts but you have a good time oh why don't we do a same game parlay oh okay uh, no I thought you were asking where Roland my, my bad my bad yeah a same game parlay I think is is absolutely right uh I'd, I'd correlate I'd correlate Chiefs with the over I mean I just I know it's 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 it seems like such as you come on and you do the special show and you go, well, uh, the favorite and the over, <laughs> and but it is that's what that's what the, that's what the stats say. In the playoffs, Chiefs put thirty points on the board. All right, so that's that's what happens. Write it down. Um, the Cincinnati defense is not going to be if if the Buffalo defense couldn't stop them from putting forty two up, the Cincinnati defense is not going to stop them from putting up thirty. So then you've just got to see what Burrow can do if they can get to him. What happens when they send pressure? And I. I, I've, I've got to go over. I've got to go over in Chiefs. I wouldn't respect myself if I didn't, Scott. I can't. I can't watch that team and get in and watch the Cincinnati team. They gave up yards at will to the Raiders in the second half, especially. Uh, I just. I, I think we'll be okay. We are. Uh, we do very, very well on uh, rematches. 
Yeah. I if you want to look for actual player props, I am a fan of Tyreek Hill's number of seventy seven and a half. Mm-hmm. That sounds way too low to me. Sure. Of course Hill can break any any of them for seventy something, but he was kind of held in check in the first meeting. He seemed a bit banged up in the final uh past couple of weeks of the regular season. I would say he looks pretty good right now. Hill? I think he should play pretty well. Yeah, Hill. Yeah. I think he's gonna do well against the secondary. I think that if you want to look at Mahomes, the passing yards of 292 and a half. I know he only had 250-something against the Bengals the first meeting, but I got to like the over. I mean, he's going for 400 and then like 390 against uh, against Buffalo. I got to like the over there. But I do think if you want to find a Bengals prop that I do like, I am going to be looking at T. Higgins at 72 and a half, which I know sounds like a decent amount of yards. But it really comes down to if you think the Chiefs overcorrect to the first meeting and double-team chase, give constant safety help over the top. Like they did with Diggs. That's the the way they shut down Diggs. But that's the point. Because of that, Gabe Davis Davis went nuts. It's it's, it's absolutely Gabe Davis 2.0. I I love all the T. Higgins props. T. Higgins having a good game, potentially 80-something, 90-something yards, maybe more. Uh, J.C. Stone says, don't put an interception pick in your same game parlay. I don't think you and I are going to touch a fucking interception prop for the rest for the rest of the year. We were so burned. If Stafford, I am really tempted to take Stafford this week, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I really am because uh, San Francisco gives him a hard time every minute. I know you see through two in each game. I get it. Ow, that stove is hot. Ow, that stove is hot. Yeah. Wonder if the stove's still hot. Ow, fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, buddy. I'm making. I'm having. I'm having fun at our expense. You know, we oh, did- it's, it's a good time. We're over on your. Although it's weird because like every other game they throw picks, and the one game we take it, they don't. Yep, absolutely, absolutely right. Every time. Um, and that was that was a great. If you had the Tannehill over interceptions last week, that was a great win. First play. Okay. Mm-hmm. See you later. All right, buddy. Well, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the other game on the board, and of course. That I is, think my favorite play about no. By the way, so I know somebody mentioned teasers, Chiefs in the over. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a same game. Yes, one and a, one and a half, forty eight and a half. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the move. Playing it. Uh, okay. Well, the other game. Yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. So as a Chiefs fan, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, it's it's the Niners at the Rams. Um. The home team's in question because the fans might be 60% San Francisco. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Rams three and three and a half point favorites at, at home. Scott, this is a weird venue because who was it, who was it that, when they, who, who did they have in there that they couldn't hear because the other team was fans were cheering too loudly? The 49ers. That was it. Was that the Niners game? McVay talked about week 18 and said they were surprised by the amount of red in the stand. So yes, I do think a lot of Niners fans will be there. And they tried to do some shady shit. They tried to limit people from the Bay Area. You, you couldn't you couldn't buy tickets within if you weren't in the uh, in the LA region or whatever. And I guess yeah, they, they all do and then you realize the people that own the tickets want to make money to flip it. So it doesn't work. Uh Lewis Statue, we'll go back to this. Do you want to uh Chiefs team total over? Yes, George. Yes, all overs there. You think Cincinnati has got a chance? Last week was pretty lucky for the Chiefs. They got a chance because they have a great offense. Yeah. But if they are going to win, they have to go blow for blow with Kansas City for a full 60. And with that offensive line and the recent struggles in the red zone, 
I think they're up against it. Here's my favorite stat with the Chiefs. Well, there's a bunch of them, but here's one of my favorites. Because teams think the way to beat the Chiefs is you keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, you go slow, you grind it out. That's not the fucking way to do it. You just outscore him. Patrick Mahomes has lost 15 games as a Chiefs starter in four years, including the playoffs. He has has been beaten three times when the team that he is opposing scored less than 30 points. One of those times was a 29-point Chargers victory. The other one, one of the other ones came this year as Tennessee put up 27 in the first half and then called off the dogs. So if you want to beat the Chiefs, you've got to go 35-plus, period. That's the way that it works. And The the truth is, I think if you like the Bengals in this game to win, do the same game with the Bengals' money line and the Bengals' team total over. They're going to win. They're scoring 30-plus. Yep. Yep, it's not going to be a defensive fest. I've, I'm absolutely worried about the Bengals. As a Chiefs fan, uh, it, it would be hard not to be worried about the team. Anytime somebody torches you like that, that just completes passes at will, you're an idiot if you're not worried about the other team. I just think the Chiefs have an advantage here. I like the experience mm-hmm. factor. Burrow going to be making his first road start in the playoffs. That's a huge deal. You touched on it going to Arrowhead. It's a big fucking deal. It's I cannot remember, Scott, ever listening to an NFL game where the announcers were talking and yelling and you couldn't hear them. And that's what happened when Romo was talking last last week in that game. But it's, I do think if you want to go for nuts. a same game and you want to take the dog, there are ways that you can manufacture added value uh-huh. on Cincinnati through a same game parlay. If they're going to win, they have to score 30-plus. So if you like the Bengals, parlay them with the team total over. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the Niners, Scott. Niners have absolutely owned the Rams the last three seasons. What's that about? Uh, Shanahan living rent-free in McVay's head. You see, that's the thing. We mentioned the stat, or I saw it on ESPN the other day. I believe I brought it up. You had four coaches who were 0-6 against an opposing coach, and you had Nagy against LaFleur. You had... Fangio against Reed, and you had Flores against Buffalo. What do they all have in common? Top three quarterback in the league. So, of course, that's a huge reason why. And the fourth one on that list is McVay, 0-6 against Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. So, something doesn't add up in that list of four I got to take the points. It's it's a spot where the Rams on paper are extremely talented. We've seen both coaches get extremely conservative with leads. So I do think if you want to go for a live play on a team that's losing in the second half, I don't mind it because both coaches have not exactly been great at, let's just say, making it a sweat-free victory when they're winning. We saw that last week with the Rams. But I do think that Shannon, when you're undefeated 6-0 and against a coach, and you're getting points more than a field goal, and you're on the road, quote-unquote, with the majority of the fans there being in favor of your team, I got to take the points. So I like the Niners, and because of how the Niners like to play and the game flow of the first two games this season, the second game went over because Garoppolo went 87 yards in a minute, and the game went to overtime. So you had good pace for the under, 28 points in the second half of that second game. I like the under. And the Niners, with an injured Garoppolo, are going to stick to the game plan, run the ball down their throats with Mitchell, with Samuel, a little bit of play action in there, and both defensive lines are very, very good 
I like the Niners and the under. JC Stone, to, to answer your question, they better. Because anytime Cincinnati kicks a field goal, that's a victory for the Chiefs. But what do you think? I see a 2017 or 23-20 game here with the Niners being involved. Let me ask you this. Were you surprised that uh, Stafford was able to have the game that he did last week against Tampa Bay? Because they couldn't run the ball. They tried. They're, they're a team that's going to just keep banging at you. They go for they go for seventy three yards, average two point four yards per carry. So, are they going to have any more success against a top ten Rams defensive uh, front against the against the run? You mean you mean the Niners? Defense? Are the are the Niners going to are the Niners going to have any more? Uh, are they going to have success? Oh, no, no, the Rams going to run it against. Yeah, the, yeah, the Rams going to be able to run against the Niners. Sorry, yeah, I, I got all convoluted. I was, I was confused a little bit. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, I do think that. Stafford, of course, played really, really well against Tampa. I was a little bit confused by the coverage that Tampa was running in that game. I know Bowles is an aggressive defensive coordinator, for better or worse. And Stafford was top two, top three in the league against the Blitz. Yep. So it just seemed like a perfect matchup for Stafford to exploit the Blitz coverage because the Buccaneers just couldn't guard Cooper Cup. And they had no safety help over the top. We saw that on the final drive. Niners don't have to Blitz. atrocious zero Blitz call. Uh, where Winfield's matched up on Cup and you're just wasting everybody's time. But I do think they'll try to run the ball. Akers I do like. I know he fumbled twice. I am curious if they will use a bit more of a committee, seeing a bit more Sony Michelle in this game, so to speak. But I do think you will see the Niners' defensive line do really well here because they dominated the entire second half of the regular season meetings. Really, the first meeting entirely, second half of the second game. So I do think you'll get pressure on Stafford. You'll see an interception or two. And the Niners cannot score quickly. I know they did in the final minute against the Rams. I'm not sure how they pulled that off. But you look at Garoppolo with the injured finger and the injured shoulder. I feel like every Niners scoring drive that's like 60-plus yards has to take up at least five minutes. Yeah. It feels that way. Yeah, they're very good at about six, seven yards of play when they're, when they're really clicking. Um Cam Akers under 49 and a half rushing yards for a prop on this. I feel like if you are be- if you are betting that, you are assuming they are putting him in the doghouse because he fumbled twice. Uh, even if he splits his... Well, there's a couple different options there. Number one, if they get down. If they if they get down and have to throw the ball more. And like you said, if he, if he, splits, if he splits carries with uh, Sonny Michelle. So I think you've got a couple ways to win that. Uh, and number three, you got a very good defensive line for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Um, I like the Niners on the under, though. It's just a spot where both quarterbacks I don't trust. I definitely trust Stafford more because I do think he has the arm talent while Garoppolo is just injured. But based on what I saw in that second half, when the Niners and Rams were both trying to win for separate reasons, the Niners fell behind early. They needed it. And they absolutely manhandled the Rams for about the final 37 minutes, including overtime. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Niners. I'll tell you, the, the injury that worries me is Trent Williams. I want to I see if Trent Williams is going to be able to go. Because that, if, if he can't go for the Niners, that's a, that's a huge blow when, the, when yeah. it comes to running the football against this pretty damn good Rams defensive front as well. I've got to... Uh, do you want to lay three and a half with the team? I can't. I can't that do it. Has a coach that's lost six in a row to the other. I, I just. I simply can't do it, Scott. You know. I mean, I'm. 
I'm automatically, when I see a trend like that, I'm automatically looking for a reason why it won't continue. All right? Mm -hmm. I'm looking for something to happen in the last game. Somebody's hurt, bad call, whatever. I can't find it in this matchup. This is a, these matchups, and I've gone and I went back all, all, all six games. It's a situation where the Niners just do a better job of executing than the Rams do at the end of the day. And it doesn't matter who the coach is, doesn't matter who the quarterback is. Um, you know, they, they, Shanahan is own McVay, no question about it. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I got to take the Niners, buddy. I got, I got to do yeah. it. I think it's a better discussion if the Niners were favored because then you can make a counter argument. Well, Shannon could win, but it should be close. I think it's going to be close anyway, but I'm not taking a coach who's 0-6 against the opposing coach, not just to win, but to win by at least four. That I'm not doing. Yeah. So give me the Niners and I'll take the under. Yeah, and you've seen you've seen games all last weekend come down to a field goal. Of course, the exception was the one game that went into overtime. So Yeah. Um... Steve T, uh, I'm says I'm st- I'm here in Michigan too. Lo- watch Stafford, hope he wins. I wouldn't be disappointed to see the Rams move forward. I gotta- I'm not going to throw anything. First of all, this is the game we're going to be live streaming. So if you have any thoughts about this game as it's happening, join us for that one. But yep, I like Stafford. I think he's a good player. I think that he is a future Hall of Famer, which I know is a hot take, but I think he'll eventually get there because of the counting stats. So I think he will get in at some point. I'm not going to be mad. I like him. I like Cooper Cup. I like McVay as a coach and everything like that. But I'm looking at the number. I'm looking at the spot. And I'm looking at the alleged home court adv- home field advantage, which really doesn't exist. There's a lot of reasons to like the Niners. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be coming down the uh, coming down the PCH there from, from Frisco. Flying. I'm with Nathan, though. It feels like a game. Worst case scenario, it's a coin flip. Give me plus three and a half on a coin flip. All day. Niner gang. Uh, says that Williams is good to go. Good. That's that's good to hear. So they have unfinished business. <laughs> I know who your unfinished business is with, with buddy. <laughs> yeah, the Niners are called. They're everybody's on their revenge tour. Scott, Niners are on their revenge tour, looking for the Chiefs. Chiefs well, are on the- every team that doesn't win the Super Bowl is on a revenge tour. So I don't really know what that even means. Uh, but I, I get your point. I think the main argument that I have, though, well, you mentioned execution and how the Niners execute better than the Rams. Yep. I think the main support of that is the fact that we know Stafford already has an interception problem, or he has in years past. They fumbled four times last week. I mean, lost fumbles. Yep. I mean, strip sack following play, you snap it over the quarterback's head. Not good. Some of these things cannot happen. T-Train pointing out we have Bill Vinovich as the official. Uh, Yeah, I tweeted that out on, I think, Tuesday. I said... Bill Vinovich, we're going to be uh, refereeing the Chiefs game. Bet your overs now. It's a beautiful oh, thing. Oh, by the way, one question I do want to ask. How concerned are you, if you're a Rams fan, about the injury to Gay? Because Gould is, I know Vinatieri's going to get all the props for being the most clutch kicker of all time, and I get all that. Mm-hmm. Gould has never missed in the playoffs. 15 for 15 in the playoffs, brother. Never missed. So... The kicking game is going to be huge in this one. If you think it comes down to a field goal, can Gay hit from 54? I don't know. What was I assume he had some sort of quad groin type injury that he Yeah, pulled. now he ended up finishing the game, so I'm assuming he'll play in this one. But I am concerned if you are expecting a field goal game, but you like one kicker significantly more than the other, how much of a factor does that play? And I'm not sure 
if I trust Gay with the injuries from 50 plus. Yeah, I'm with you. There. I trust I trust Gould from 50 plus. Yep, I agree. Uh, and by the way, uh, T Train and everybody else is looking at the ref. It's Ron Torbert for the Super Bowl. So the Chiefs are just fucking drew the best refs they could have as far as calling calling uh, penalties. You know what? And we saw last week, Scott, with Hussey, we saw what a, 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 a game where they swallow their whistles looks like. You know, nobody's out there getting mugged. Nobody's bitching about non-calls. It was a nice, good flow to the game, and it, it turned into the best game ever. So, I think it was one of the best officiated games I've seen in a long time. Yes, Roland, it is. It's uh, Vinovich is the one that did the uh, – he did the Chiefs Super Bowl against the Niners, and I believe he did the first, the, uh, the first Patriots game as well. That is correct. Mm. So – um, I'm 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 absolutely 100 on the Niners in this one. The the total gives me a little pause for the cause because I wonder about mistakes. This is a, yeah. they, they have a referee and I can't remember who it is, but I, I know that he's near the top in in calling penalties. So it could be just a grind fest. And for that reason, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and take the under in this one as well. Um, I have to if I, if I like the Niners, they have to control the tempo of the game. They have to control the pace, set the tone early, yep. play physical, and we know both defensive lines have done well against the opposing quarterback this season. I see a similar script to the Week 18 game with the exception of the final minute 88-yard touchdown drive and the overtime field goal. And if that did not happen, you're going under. So I see a 23-20 game. Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I think that's going to I think that's going to be pretty close. I think that gets you right in the ballpark. 21-17, maybe something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, snowstorm coming. By the way, I didn't, I didn't say it on the regular video, but for all of you that are there on the East Coast that's got the, uh, that's got the shit coming. Like uh, me. Yeah, like you. Just, you know, bundle up, stay inside. Um, you expect me to stay inside? What's wrong with you? T-Train, do you have to get up on your roof to fucking get the, the, get the snow off your roof? That's, that's the goddamnedest thing ever. You're, you see those people, Scott, like in upstate New York where they've got a, mm -hmm. like in yeah. buff, Buffalo and shit. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine after losing that game and then you got to go up and get snow off your roof if you live in Buffalo? God damn. Oh, lake effect. Not, not a fall time. Lake effect snow, dude. Oh, not good. Drove drove through it one time on the uh, on the uh, on the uh, Michigan side of lake, uh, lake, lake Lake Michigan. It was fucking none like anything I've ever seen. Mm. Um Are you on Western? I'm in Nassau County. Oh, there you go. Get your shit in slick. <laughs> <laughs> T trades is not at my age, right, dude? Hopefully, that's I'm in the same boat. You get shit like when I, I just I, well, I sold my house a couple years ago, but when I had my house, I figured that's why I had money so I could fucking keep the I keep the economy going. I pay people to fucking like do that shit. I no, I don't want to. I want to do stuff that's fun. I've had enough fucking cutting yards and trimming hedges and shit my entire life. Fuck it, and especially I never had to get up on the roof to get off snow. No, 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 no. Uh, it'll crash your roof in. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. It's a real thing. That's uh my my in laws lived up in uh I don't know BF upstate New York up by Syracuse, and uh, yeah, they talked about having to do that. It's it's fucking brutal. Um, okay, you're confused about who I'm pulling for in the Bengals game, Zach. <laughs> Good to have Zach back, by the way. I'm glad I'm glad we got Facebook working again. Um, no, it's 63. Let someone else be a fucking daredevil. Yes, dude. Yes, I'm right, right there with you, buddy. Right there with you. I do. I do want to ask you one thing about sure. football. Since what? Since we about did football? cover both games, right. I know. Since we covered both games, what? I saw DraftKings does have look ahead lines uh -huh. on the Super Bowl. Okay. Do you think it's blindly just worth backing Kansas City in 
both of the look ahead spots because I don't know how the lines are not going to go up going into the Super Bowl. Three and a half over the Niners, two and a half over the Rams. I see three flat against the Niners. Okay. I see three flat against the Niners, two and a half against the Chiefs. I've I've watched this team for four years in the postseason. I'm I'm fuck I'm not getting in front I'm not getting in front of them. I, I no. I mean I'm not going. I'm just not sure how if both teams. Let's just say no matter who wins the Niners and Rams game, if the Chiefs win, Mahomes is healthy, Hill's healthy, Kelsey's healthy, no serious injuries. Where does this line close? Four, mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to bet against Kansas City? I, I don't know, man. I, I don't, you know, and I, I consider myself, if you guys follow me during the regular season, there was plenty of times I, I faded yeah. the Chiefs. I, I'm not. I know you're not trying to be a homer. No. You try to be unbiased. But I'm asking all of you in the comment section as well. If you can get the Chiefs right now, minus three against the Niners, or minus two and a half against the Rams, if the matchup does not happen, you get your money back. So if the Chiefs lose, you get it refunded. How does neither of those lines go up to four? Have a great day, Tony. Thanks for thanks they for stopping to, by, brother. Don't they? Stay safe this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, you too. Yeah, Tony, good luck to you this weekend. I, I totally I totally agree. Um yeah, look ahead totals. No. I don't I do not have a look ahead total on, on the uh, DraftKings only has sides. They have money lines though. Yeah. Chiefs well, are minus one thirty money line against the Rams, minus one forty five against the Niners. Yep. I, I just don't know. After watching this team in the playoffs for four straight years, um it's a they have a different gear. They have a they have a playoff gear. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have believed that was possible. Were they lucky to get past the Bills? Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, coin toss, good plays, bad defense. Yeah. Should have squibbed it. Okay, sure. However, uh, I can think. I'd like to make the argument: the Bills' second best team in the, in the NFL. So I think that if you're looking at a spot where if I had to choose between either of those teams, I think the Rams are a better matchup against Kansas City than the Niners are. I think if the Niners play the Chiefs, I think they'll get run out of the building. Okay. Because you have an injured quarterback, you have to run the ball. Defensively, you're good but you've had issues in the past, I think the Chiefs would win that Super Bowl handily. I think the Rams, you could make an argument with Cup, with company, could potentially score 27, 28 points, maybe make a game out of it. But if you're penciling in the Chiefs for pretty much 30 in every playoff game, you expect me to you expect me to back Garoppolo dropping 27-plus points? Of course not. Yep, that's the thing. Thomas Bo talking about Tyreek Hill fast. Uh, I tw- I texted you last week, Scott, when he scored that touchdown. I said he's literally the only NFL receiver that would score on that play, and I stand yeah, by I stand right. I stand by that statement. I what did I tweet What did I tweet you after they after they scored What after that play What What, what was the next text I sent you? Uh, best receiver in the league. or something? No, I said too much too much time. Chiefs are fucked. Oh, too much time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> all... too much time, and there was too much time. And then it's like all right, thirteen seconds left. Surely they got nope. No, they don't. Mahomes has become a runner. Extra thing to worry about. Yeah, he's absolutely, and he's and it's he does it in the playoffs too. When they when they need those yards, he goes and gets them. He's a little more reluctant to run in the regular season, and I'm fine with that. But yes, Mahomes with his feet uh, is very easy. He's what you call he's what you call football fast. Not a guy that tests out at the combine, but he is a guy that uh, uh, has good game speed. Uh, Steve's mentioning the uh, potential conspiracy angle with the Rams Chiefs having the best ratings. Are we sure Rams Chiefs will have better ratings than Niners Chiefs? Because I know that yeah, well only because of the size of size of the market, yeah. Does Los Angeles actually embrace the Rams because nobody goes to their games? No, nobody. 
I but, think the Niners are better for ratings if but, you want to actually make that argument. You know what? It's it's a full-on orgy compared to the love they have for the Chargers in L.A. <laughs> but I'm saying, though, would you agree that if you were going by a ratings argument, the Niners would probably be the better option? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think they would be. Um, probably. I don't know. I'm, it's close. I, I'd have to see the... I'd have to see the, the Niners markets. have a home game on the road in an NFC title game. I yeah. think the Niners probably would be better for ratings. I think in San Francisco is for sure a top ten market. Probably they're probably somewhere in the six seven yeah. range, something like that. I have to assume so. Uh, head to head it was a nineteen sixteen Chiefs. Nineteen sixteen what? Yes, your head to head the score was nineteen Chiefs sixteen San Francisco. I don't know what that means. Is that all time when they played against each other? Uh, is that this year? That, that uh, I'm not sure. Didn't play them. Chiefs Niners will be grilling some steaks by the pool. Oh, another 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 person in the South. We got roasted earlier in the show because we're bitching about the snow and the cold, and we had we had check-ins from LA, we had check-ins from Arizona. Well, that's also worth mentioning since we brought up the weather in the East Coast. The weather is going to be fine in Kansas City, right? Yeah, 40, 40 That's going to be beautiful. It's uh, going to be four, forty-eight. No wind. No 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 moisture. Nothing. Uh, somebody asked about Chiefs future right now. Plus one fifteen to win the Super Bowl. No, no, not for me. I'd, 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 I'd just go ahead and lay and lay the nut if they make the Super Bowl. I'm actually trying to see if I can parlay the look-ahead line with the current line. They do not allow it. That is unfortunate. <laughs> that would have been a scheme and a half. That, that, yeah. I, I'll tell I, you what I think you could do instead of taking the, minus one, the plus 115. What you can do is do a rollover parlay where you put X amount of money on the money line this week. And just take the winnings and your initial bet and bet it again on the money line in the Super Bowl. Brandon It'll make Kuba, more than plus 115. Brandon Kubas says, I'm on the field field for every Chargers game. I can tell you this year was the most fans we've had in a long time. Uh, but away fans definitely took, took over most places. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, with the, the soccer stadium there for sure. Brandon, I think, I think they're going to come around on this Chargers team as long as they have Justin Herbert. Uh, making the playoffs would be huge. Winning a playoff game or two would be huge. But I, I think... I think that's going to keep going. Yeah, 48 and beautiful. Yeah, you people are nuts. Well, for football, dude. For football in Kansas City in January, 48 and sunny, that's a fucking great day. That's You had me at no snow. Yeah. Like 48's solid. Uh, TV rating center, will the Chiefs and Niners, NFL, uh, be the refs to call you and make it happen? I don't know about all that. I, I know there's I, the I only brought up stuff. somebody said for TV ratings, somebody said the Rams Chiefs was the Super Bowl to make, and I believe the Niners would have better ratings. Well, if you look at if you look at market size, that's the that's the argument. Um, but if you look at how many eyes in that in that particular market will be tuned, I think you certainly have, make the case that San Francisco has more passion as a community than L.A. does for the Rams. And you could say, well, California, Los Angeles has more people. I'm sure the entire state of California will be watching the Super Bowl no matter which of the California teams is in it. I don't think that matters. Bronco Devil saying the weather is beautiful in Austin. Yeah, yeah that's a nice place. I'm sure it is. Hey, pick me up some uh, pick me up some uh, Franklin brisket tomorrow, would you, Bronco Devil? I know you got to go stand in line about 4 in the morning. You'll do that for me, wouldn't you, brother? All right. Well, anything else, bud? Uh, not really. I know we mentioned props with regard to the Chiefs game. As for the Niners game, I have a hard time really finding many props that I truly like because the Niners, I want to take something with the ground game, but I'm really just expecting one of these games as the season goes along. Samuel just gets 15 carries. I will tell you because this. Because he's been better than Mitchell in the playoffs. I, I will tell you this, uh, talking about the Chiefs' future. I was thinking about this. I wanted to check this out. 
instead of playing the Chiefs future plus 115, I'd play Mahomes MVP plus 160. Okay, and what about my argument of just taking a rollover parlay with the money line this week and then rolling that over for the money line in the Super Bowl? Yep, yep. Uh, thinking man's parlay, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I'm all I'm all about it. That's that's just fine. You're gonna get you're gonna get two dog prices. I mean, you're gonna get two favorite prices, but your investment's gonna be less and your payoff's gonna be more. So I'll tell you one kind of a hot take prop that I'm interested in. Debo Samuel's receiving number is fifty three and a half. He's gone under in every playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like they use him as a running back. That's where he's been most efficient. But right. You look at the actual receiving numbers. He's usually around thirty, isn't he? Yeah, last yeah, like 30, 37, 35, right in that neighborhood. Yeah. Now I know he was very good against the Rams in Week eighteen, and I acknowledge that. But when you're looking at the two playoff games, three catches for thirty-eight, four catches for forty-four. That number seems really high at fifty three and a half, doesn't it? Yep, and especially if you're looking at if you're looking at past trends. Yeah, uh, and if you want to go for him doing well, you can combine the receiving yards with the rushing yards. And Mitchell's but yeah, the more Mitchell's banged up him, too. Yeah, the more carries they give him, the less time he's going to have lined up as a wide receiver. Yep, absolutely true. So. Absolutely true. Bronco Devil says pay a guy to stand in the line at Franklin's. That's fucking genius, right there. Again, uh, too old to get up on my roof. Too old to stand in the line for barbecue. Franklin by proxy. Dude, do you guys have Whataburger up there? Whataburger, no. Whataburger came. It's like a Southwest chain. It comes out of Texas, Oklahoma, whatever. They, they got one here. It's Patrick Mahomes' favorite place. So, of course, he was part of the investment group. They're, they were lined up down the street, literally not lying. For, for a week, it took two hours to get your food. Still, two months later, you drive by there. You're probably still waiting 30 minutes in line. And it's a fucking burger joint. It's just a fucking fast food burger joint. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. Uh, see lots I'll tell you of, what, though. Most, most people go to Whataburger for the burgers. Mahomes goes for the ketchup. God, I put ketchup. Not even start. Uh, all Super Bowl champions after 16-game season minimum, 23 takeaways or better. Bengals and Niners fall short. That is a that is a fantastic geek stat. I am all in for it right there. Thanks, Robs. That's beautiful. Huh. I did not know that. Um, we got in and out. Yep. Uh, in and out's fine burger, little animal style. Absolutely. Uh, Whataburger started in Texas. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, it's great. See, that's the, I'll tell you, Zach, fucking people here, they're, it's crazy. They're crazy for Whataburger. Crazy for Whataburger. All right. But I feel like for the last prop, I got to bring it up again because it's kind of a running joke at this point. I got to like Stafford interception. I mean, I, I don't know what you else you want me to say. You couldn't help yourself, could you? I could. I can't. I was trying to get out. I was trying to wrap it up. I said, well, as long as Scott doesn't say anything about Stafford. Nope. Sorry. Couldn't do How it. How am I supposed to not enjoy it when he throws two picks every time he faces off against the Niners? I know. Showing four picks in two games this season. I get it. If that line's anywhere below 140, which it will be, it'll be 130, maybe 120. I think that's got to be worth consideration, especially if you think the Rams are going to struggle to run the ball because Stafford might have to throw it around. <laughs> Brandon Kubas says the stove is still hot. Yes. The fuck? I got to bring it up, though. Oh, what the? What the? Ah! I agree. I have, I have to bring it up, man. I agree. And it's it's one of those, we talk about things to do, not to do when you're handicapping. And you really can't, you know, we joke about past results, future performance, but you really can't let a personal fucking vendetta or a bad streak influence your thinking. If you're, 
if you think that's he's got a better than uh, whatever that works out to be 59, 60% chance of throwing an interception, you fucking got to play it. You got to play it. It's a running uh, joke that we got, but I have to bring it up because the Niners have made his life miserable. Chase over receptions. No. Uh, what is it? Seven and a half? You know what it is? Six I want to look. I, I I told you I was pivoting to Higgins, but right. Um, let me see what we got here. I'd have to assume it's six and a half juiced, but let me let me okay. see if I can find it. Um, Chase receptions. I see five and a half overs minus one sixty. Okay. Well, fuck. That's not a good number. That's no. over over pass for me. I was I was hoping it was higher than that. Brandon, yeah, Kibuzzi, you're saying so. You're saying I have a chance. He's saying yeah. there's a chance. Absolutely, Stafford throwing an interception. Absolutely, especially if they get down. That's what that's what I keep thinking about. Is that is that uh, 49ers line just pinning their ears back and coming after him? So, and we talked about Acres with the fumbling issues. He has more game breaking speed than Mitchell does. So if they struggle to run the ball, they might have to abandon the run at some point. Yep, absolutely true. Uh, still, he's talking about eight and two right now. Ten and two wins the Super Bowl. In the 102 NFL seasons, Mahomes number 15, Kelsey 87, 15 plus equals 102. Wow. Do, 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 Pulling do, out the do, math. Do. Okay. Uh, Hardman receiving yards over 24 and a half. Uh, big, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that. I think they're going to try to get him the ball in space again. That worked out pretty well last time. The uh, one player I was really confused about for the receiving number was uh, going to be your favorite player, Demarcus Robinson, because it's around 15 and a half, yeah. 17 and a half. He could easily go over with one catch, but they only give him a couple of targets per game, and he goes backwards every time he catches the ball. See, even even a non even a non Chiefs fan notices that shit. <laughs> he's absolutely the backup guy. Hill does That's it too, saying, but he gets away with it because he he's have fast. One catch and go over. Yeah, fifteen and a half, seventeen and a half does sound a bit low when he's usually twenty plus yards down the field. And then and then you and then you get your heart broken when you when you got seventeen yards. He catches the ball and goes four yards backwards. Yep, you motherfucker. Much. Um, I like BP, uh, over in catches as well. I don't know what they've got him probably three and a half for Pringle. You see it? Well, you know, I was big on Pringle earlier in the year and they finally started playing him more. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't even see a line on DraftKings. Okay. Wow. Pringle. Actually, no, I do. It's three and a half overs minus 145. So that's, okay. that's for receptions. You wanted yards or receptions? Uh, I wanted receptions. What did you get the yardage at 32 or so? Is that high? 37 and a half. 37. Okay. Uh, Brandon Dello, uh, do you think, what do you think of Josh Gordon underutilized on the chiefs? Uh, that's a great question. And they cut him. So they, I'm just not sure he should be in the league anymore. He dropped a lot of balls, Brandon. Uh, I really wanted to root for him. I thought he was a hell of a talent and, uh, for whatever reason, he didn't get a lot of opportunities. And when he did, he did not make great plays. So, uh, mm -hmm. Josh Gordon doesn't like that KC weed. Uh, it's probably too expensive. Still, still just medical and still, you know, growing the market. So yet still, <laughs> the juice too high on the. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about the the uh, the Pringle stuff. The, the juice did seem too high. I think I think he was also talking about the uh, uh, the, the uh, chase as well with at minus one sixty. Yeah. You have anything you want to add, or you want to just wrap it up? No, nah, each uh, your favorite prop game for each bet for each uh, for each game. Um, okay, let me do it. Let me get you start, Scott, and I'll get to. Uh, I'll use the same thing. I'll get to DraftKings and see what they've got. Well, for the Rams game, I'm gonna do it. Give me Stafford interception. Oh my god, going down with the ship, man. It's the, it might be the last time I can lose on Stafford interception in a game this season. 
So I got to at least embrace the meme at this point. I do think he's in a good position to throw one. As for the Bengals game, I really do like T. Higgins at 72 and a half because he had a very quietly solid game against Tennessee where he had a bunch of catches, 90 plus yards. But I am expecting the Chiefs to just overreact, give constant safety help over the top on Chase. And I do think Higgins will have a lot of one-on-one chances. So if I had to pick two props that I like, I'm going with Stafford interception, and I'm going with T. Higgins over 72 and a half receiving yards. I don't know why I can't get to props on DraftKings there. See, Roland says that T. Higgins is a bit banged up. The truth is, at this stage in the year, everybody's a little bit banged up. You just got to yeah. play through it at this point. Scott, you want to do a, you want to do a, uh, uh, a tennis? Nadal versus Medvedev? I know you were on the Medvedev on Twitter. You, you, are you a big fan? I got Medvedev plus 175 pre-tournament, so I'm in the final. Nadal is one of the guys I do not want to face, but, you know, beggars can't be choosers. Now, Nadal's older. He is still, of course, insanely annoying to play against because he keeps the ball in play all the time. So does Medvedev. So I'm looking at an over. I see a war. Medvedev is definitely the better server, and I hope, based on how far back Nadal stands... Medvedev better try some serve and volley stuff because I do think he can really sneak in and win some free points off the serve. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the over in sets. I think you'll see a five-set thriller. I see a war. So I like the over. I think you'll see a battle. I think Medvedev's going to win, but I think it'll be close. Okay. Um... I'll tell you, I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a couple of props here. I'll tell you what I do like, and I can't, I can't find a number. I, T. Higgins to uh, have the most receiving yardage. I don't hate that. What's that price at? Uh, plus four fifty. Uh, okay. What's the price on Hill and Chase? Uh, one fifty and one twenty five respectively. Okay, so for Hill, actually, I'm trying to think which one I like more. I mentioned that I like the Higgins seventy two and a half. Hill has to be a lot higher than 77 and a half. Like would, that line seems short, doesn't it? I don't know where I can't. Uh, I'm having a hell of a time. Give me a. Uh, I'm only I'm finding alternative. Somebody was asking for the scores that I like for the actual games. I got Chiefs 34 24, and I have Niners 23 20. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Daryl's uh, uh, asking me about the women's matchup. I got Barty by murder. I, I don't know how I'm not supposed to like Barty, who's just destroyed everybody, like it's nobody's business. If she drops a set, I'll be surprised. I like Collins, but Barty's on another level. Give me Barty winning 6-2, 6-3. I think that turns into a bloodbath. You know, you know what I'll take? I'll take uh I'll take Joe Burrow to have the most touchdown passes, plus a half at plus one fifteen. I think the Chiefs aren't aren't afraid okay. to uh, aren't afraid to have some running plays down there close to the goal okay. line. So you're taking plus a half against Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've got I've got a really weak prop selection there. I also like I like I like Pringle. Uh, I think Pringle's going to get some play, and I think Harden's going to get some play in this one. I think they're going to clamp down on Hill like the way we clamp down on Chase. Problem with Hill is you get him in space. You run slants. You run crossing patterns with him. And it really it doesn't matter if you have safety help or not because he gets the ball so fast. So it, it's he's a, he's a hard guy to double for some of the shit that does a lot of damage, which is the the running in space. So well, that was the bizarre part about the Bengals game because Hill had ten targets and six catches. 
He only had 40 yards, which I find really weird. But I don't know. I find that fascinating because he still caught six passes. Right. Yeah, they were able to keep everything in front of him and not, and not let him get through there as far as breaking one off. Yeah. Uh, Daryl, I, I got Barty and Medvedev winning. The Medvedev one I'm not as confident in. Barty's going to roll. But Med- I think Nadal keeps it close, but I wonder how much the mileage catches up with him yep. with the amount of four-set, five-set matches he's been in. Medvedev is so damn good. Yep. He is such a good player. It's going to be a good like, weekend, man. He's, he's so good. Should be a fun weekend. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us here on the NFL show. As always, we thank you for stopping by. Don't forget to check us out. Doing our special live broadcast Sunday night. Getting to be a habit, buddy. Getting to be a habit. So make sure you check us out. We'll be doing the Rams 49ers game, uh, whatever time that comes on. That's, uh, yeah, it's going to be at 640 game time. So we'll be on the air around 630 or so Eastern time and get that rocking. Till then, you guys have a great weekend. Let's give it some money out there, man. We got to uh, save. We got to get our. We got to get our bankroll built up for Sunday. All right. So you guys have a great day. Thanks for watching. As always, don't forget to stop by and see us each and every day, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. As Scott and I are here to guide you on your journey as we all attempt to head back to the window. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon.